Welcome to the Strong Society Podcast, where we dive into high-value conversations surrounding health and wellness, business leadership, and life topics. Our goal is to build a stronger you, both physically and mentally, in all aspects of life. You're not going to want to miss this, so let's dive in. Welcome back to another episode of the Strong Society Podcast. We're on episode 34, and if you guys caught last episode, Ash was writing solo. It was not good, guys. <laughs> Just <laughs> yes, don't it listen was. to it. Was it. Good. It, was good. <laughs> it was good content. Um, you speak uh, a lot on, on the entitled mentality and how to avoid that kind of going through life and whatnot. So, I mean, I think that was that was really, really great value and content and information. But we're back with another episode here. And this one's going to be fun. You know, I think one of the biggest things, um, so the title of this episode, Seven Statements Every Leader Should Be Saying. And when you look at, like, the vocabulary that you have as, as a leader, I think a lot of the stuff that I learned, especially, you know, kind of moving up as a leader in, in, in the industry, I think the, the biggest things was was kind of the verbiage that you really say and yeah, and knowing what to control not what you say it's how you say it yeah or sometimes both it's yeah. actually what you say and how you say it and so i think it's sometimes we go like half of the way so maybe some of us are saying the right things but we're unaware of the delivery and the approach and i think one of the biggest things for me kind of growing up was was understanding the approach that i took on a lot of things and then understanding some of the stuff that I wasn't saying, you know, and I think it's it's really important to understand, you know, what you're saying as a leader because of the impact and the weight that it has because of just because of your position. You know, there's a lot of people that look up to you. And and so if you are or aren't saying some of these things, um, we thought that was a pretty, pretty important episode to, yeah, to talk about. I also think it's kind of cool because. These are obviously <clears throat> statements that leaders should have in their vocabulary. But looking at them, honestly. I think these are statements that like you should just have in your vocabulary, yeah, even just, just as like a person. Um, and I was talking to one of my leadership clients the other day and she, we were going through a topic about conversations and she's like, I feel like these are beneficial just like in regular mm-hmm. life. And I was like, that that's true. Cause you want to be able to communicate and, you know, nourish your relationships in general, yeah. not just in your career. So I think this is something that it's great for leaders, but it could be applied to anybody. Yeah, and I and I looking at these seven statements, I feel like it's a sense of maturity, a sense of growing as a person and as a leader, because a lot of the things, um, the mistakes that I made early on in my leadership career was was just kind of the the lack of awareness and also just being too focused on what I'm supposed to be doing, the task yeah. at hand, you know, we're in this position to do X, Y, and Z and, and that type of stuff, you start to um, not be aware of things that you should be, you know, saying and, and how you should be acting as a leader. And I think that's just all about growing up and, yeah. and maturing. But um, let's hop into it, guys. So seven statements that every leader should be saying, of course, if you want to be successful in your position. But <laughs> Um, they're not in any particular order. You know, we just listed the seven here that that are, are really important. And so if you notice any one of these where you're like, man, actually, I'm not saying that or I'm doing the opposite of that. That's the whole point of this episode is just really to provide 
that value for for corrective action you know moving forward and for us to be better individuals and better leaders for others but number one is this first statement is that's on me or another way that's my fault that's my bad right it's just all about ownership it's all about accountability and i think ownership and accountability itself is is one of our values with the strong society but it's just understanding that if you're in a leadership position and you're not taking ownership accountability you know that's mistake number one like you know a lot of a lot of negative outcomes are going to be are going to come of it yeah 100 percent. and i mean i think we had that whole you know episode on accountability and we talked about you can't hold other people accountable if you're not holding yourself accountable and that goes in a leadership role especially because you can't hold your team accountable to be on time or not miss work if you're consistently you know not leading by example and doing the same thing so I think being able to say, hey, that's on me, I messed up, is huge because it lets your team know that you're human right. and mm-hmm. you do make mistakes. It also allows them to know that if they make a mistake and they own it, it's okay, you're there exactly. to support them in their role. Yep. yep, that's a huge point that you, I'm glad that you added, is is the whole fact is it's, it's not just saying, okay, that's on me, that's my fault, right? It's the the kind of like outcome that comes from that your team sees that and now they feel safe to say you know what even my boss is saying you know when when they're at fault about something and and nobody got in trouble it's just a matter of like they took ownership but they know that they're going to get it corrected and so as as you're leading by this example as a leader which is super super important just realize that you're leading for the team that you're that you're um essentially overseeing and so as they're as they're watching you watching your actions they're able to say like you know what cool now i don't have to hide or or pass blame or anything i can be the one that says you know what um i messed up here and and it's a learning process exactly And and again i think taking the accountability and owning it but also not repeating it of course yeah that's like a big part of it yeah and, and i mean that's just a sen- that's just like a common sense right like making sure that well, you're yeah but i've been on the flip side and i've heard course. you know they're like I, you know i know i know i take accountability but then it continues to happen so oh yeah it's i like think we've both take, seen that take accountability for you know your mistakes learn from them grow from them don't yeah. repeat them <laughs> yeah most definitely so yeah that's on me guys if 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 you're not taking ownership of faults and instead you are the one that's actually passing blame or trying to say like no that's that's not my fault like that's somebody else's as a leader you should always step in and say you know it's on us or that's on me right as yeah. a team because essentially if you're a leader of a team and and things are going wrong and there's a mistake made you always have to see how you have some type of ownership whether it's in the fact that you trained this individual or maybe you it was your oversight on something but be humble enough to say that's on me that's my bad guys you know i'm gonna get that corrected because you know i always love seeing that whenever one of my managers said that rather than trying to beat around the bush and trying to trying to find some reason to get out of it but a quick hey that that's my bad that's on me yeah. it goes a long way i like that too that you said not to really like pass the blame game because i've been in situations where i've had you know people say well that was so and so's fault or so and so and they're kind of going back at each other and at the end of the day i'm always like hey it doesn't matter you know whose fault it was essentially it was my fault because i mistrained or misinformed somebody mm-hmm. moving forward like let's just all correct it like yeah, that's really absolutely. the goal at the end of the day is to correct the thing as a team and continue to move forward effectively. Yeah, that's huge. Cool, guys. Um, going on. Number two, the statement that we have, every leader should be saying, super simple, I'm sorry, right? And as funny as, as people might hear and be like, yeah, I mean, I'm sorry. That's fine. I apologize. But when a you're genuine in. genuine one. 
want. Exactly. You know? And when you're in a leadership position or some person with title, this gets to people's heads. And, and, and the biggest thing that they have trouble doing is admitting anything. And so saying they're sorry to somebody, especially if that person is one of their employees or one of the, maybe a, a, a peer, right? A colleague or something like that. That's a huge ego check and that's a huge check to their pride right so many people aren't gonna be like i'm not gonna say sorry for that like i wasn't whatever but being the bigger person taking the higher road and and just being genuinely sorry is it shows how humble you are and 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 what type of integrity you have as a person is the fact that hey you know what i i am able to check my ego I, i don't have you know this enormous amount this enormous amount of pride or, or a big over there over um, bigger than life ego where i can't say i'm sorry for yeah. something and i find like a lot of people won't say it if even if they know they're at fault maybe and i've had to say yes sorry so many times as a leader like when i when i got through with the conversation and i'm reflecting on it i'm like man you know what i said some things that i probably shouldn't have said right and going back and saying hey you know what you know, I don't like the way that conversation went. And I apologize for, for anything that I may have said or be real specific with yeah. it, right? And, and like clearing up that like your intention was exactly. X, Y, and Z, not the way it could have been. You know, and and then you imagine how that goes. But if you imagine on the opposite I, op, on the opposite end of that, if you never go back and say, I'm sorry, that person is always going to know that yeah. and remember that. That you never like apologize. For. And in my experience, I feel like the leaders that are the strongest leaders and like the best leaders are always the ones that, not that they throw around I'm sorry like crazy no, and they yeah, apologize, yeah, no. but it's the people who are able to say like these phrases like, hey, I apologize or you know what, I wish we could do that, but like I'm sorry right now we can't. The people who are able to say I'm sorry without it affecting their ego or how they For feel, sure. those are the most confident and the strongest leaders that there are because they're so confident in how they lead their team and the relationships yeah. that they have that they know that them saying I'm sorry isn't making them look weak in right, any yep. way. If anything, it's making them look stronger to their team because they're able to say that. Yeah, and, and I've seen so many examples of this, um, of managers and leaders not saying they're sorry. And you could just you could just sense, it's a sense of pride for I, them. Yeah, and I think too, behind like all of these phrases, if you throw out a phrase like this and you're not genuine with it and you're not actually like making, making the change that is required to mean this phrase with intention, then like it's going to fall on deaf ears after t- a while, too, because I have been in you know situations where I'm working with managers and they give that, you know, half ass apology right. where they're like, you know, I'm sorry, I haven't been the best because of blah, blah, but it's because of whatever, like at the end of the day as a leader you probably don't want to hear the excuses from your team right you want them to come to you with the resolution the same thing for them they don't want to hear your excuses they want to just hear you say hey i'm sorry i messed up here i dropped the ball whatever the situation might be yeah but just say it and then you know but i'm going to correct it moving forward i'm apologize i owe it to you guys i owe it to me to be a better leader like let's you know move forward but whenever you say i'm sorry but it's already yeah. a bullshit apology like just own it and say i'm sorry that i did this i'm gonna correct it moving forward yeah and a lot of this a lot of like these statements go to somebody's overall eq development you know i think if someone lacks that emotional awareness and just understanding of you know their position in a group or or how they're coming off in, in something like this is difficult you know for a lot of individuals because one they they're 
that it can't check their ego. They're too prideful to say, I'm sorry about something or they're, they haven't even reflected on a they situation. They lack that self-awareness to exactly. be able to identify that maybe they do need to, to work a little bit on them as well. Yeah. The strongest leaders can say that they're sorry and, and, and they mean it. And they, they're, it's not in a subservient type of way where they're just like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry for everything. Um, where they lack any confidence, but it's a fact that, hey, as, as my personal brand, I understand that I was wrong in this situation and, and I want us to move forward in this. Um, and I apologize. I apologize about how I came off in that situation, but maybe the, some of the things I said um, specifically and, and that goes a long way for people. Yeah. All right, guys, moving on. Number three, and this was good and we talk about this a lot. I, I love this one. Yeah. I use this, I mean... So yeah, yeah. number three <laughs> is being able to say, I do not know that answer or reaching out and asking someone, Hey, can you help me? Cause, cause I don't know how to do this. Right. I mean, I'll let you kick it off. Cause yeah, this I, is mean, a good one. I think that's the biggest thing. And I think this is a, this is most commonly like hard for new managers because they feel like they have to prove their worth. Yeah, they feel like they have front. to prove themselves. So they're like, I have to know everything. I right. have to do everything on and we my were, own. I mean, I, I've been yeah. there. I was there too. I've been there too where I'm like, I'm not going to ask for help. I'm going to, you know, try to, and to a certain extent, it's good to be self-sufficient and right. try to figure things out. Like if you've exhausted every resource that you have and you cannot find the answer to somebody to something it is okay to ask somebody for for help like that's you know that's why your team is there and even as a leader just because you're the leader of the team doesn't mean that you're the strongest and the best at every single thing i mean i've led multiple teams and you know tech stuff is not my fucking forte and i'd have girls who were entry level for me but they were whizzes at it and i'd be like hey can you restart this computer or like do, and you know, they were great at it. And I had no problem asking someone who was entry level, helping me in like a regional role. Like everyone has strengths and everyone has weaknesses, but as a team, if you combine your, combine your individual strengths, you're going to be stronger. So just being able to look for help if you don't find it and letting your team know too. I've heard, I've seen managers. I've done this in the past early in my career is, pull an answer out of my ass like they ask something and i'm like oh no it's this 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 and then i'm like let me go fact check right and then and then you create an issue because then you have to go fact check and if you are wrong then you have to correct it when you could have just immediately said hey i'm not 100 percent sure on that let me check and i'll get back to you it's okay to say that you don't have to have all the answers to everything no and i think one of the, the biggest things that that we see and that i've seen in the past is is those newer managers, newer leaders to positions who they themselves are still learning a lot about the position. They're learning a lot about the company, the business, things like that, but they're playing off like they know these answers. And um, it's unfortunate to see because they should be in this position at this moment. They should be a sponge and they should be trying to listen a lot and, and you know, and, and learn the ins and outs of the operations and whatnot. So, the an- the statement i do not know that answer is should be very common you know and it's a fact that hey i'm still learning but i'm somebody who's catching on really quickly but this particular answer i'm not too sure about so let me go ahead and reach out for help rather than and we've seen it time and time again somebody you know an employee go to this particular new leader and you know they don't know this answer and yet they still like oh yeah here let me show you whatever whatever and like, they're showing them the incorrect way. Yeah, and it, it's almost like for me, and I've had to talk to leaders in the past about this. It's almost like, hey, man, 
you have to be able to be okay saying like, dude, I'm still learning that because you're, you're messing up more than you're actually helping the situation because you're playing off like, you know, and then it's harder to have to like unteach a wrong way and teach the right way and you could have done it right the first time. Exactly. And the bad thing is, is that, that your team has already seen that they're like, okay, this guy barely even knows anything, but yeah, he's playing off like he knows like that just shows your type of character and it shows that you're not humble enough just to take a step back observe follow a little bit so that way you can be a better leader for your team um and so this is humility in a nutshell right there being okay saying i do not know that answer or being okay saying hey can you help me i've been i've been really trying to figure this this one out on my own and and i've gotten to this point but can you help me with with x y and z um so that's a good one so moving on, let's, let's backtrack just real quick. Number one through three. So seven statements that every leader should be saying. Number one, that's on me. That's my fault. That's my bad, right? Being able to take ownership. Number two, I'm sorry. So putting your pride aside, checking your ego, and being able to apologize when when you should be apologizing. I'm like laughing because that's like a hard one for me, like as a person, not like <laughs> not like as a leader, but like... Well, it bleeds into leadership then. <laughs> I, I know. Um, number three, I do not know that answer. So being humble enough to ask for help, be hum- being humble enough to, to let your team know that, hey, I'm still learning this, but um, I'm, let me get that answer for you. I can do some research. Number four, guys, super simple, being able to say thank you. Um, it's one of the most simple and impactful statements to show appreciation, right? And we take it for granted. I think in life we take a simple word, simple statement as thank you for granted and and just how, how far it can go for people, you know. Um, so being able to show appreciation, I think one of the things for me, one of the challenges for me, and, and I've, I've been open and, and talked about this on the podcast, but being able to show recognition and, and appreciation and whatnot, being so caught up in operations and and people development and and leadership development you get so focused and you have blinders on where you forget to stop sometimes and say like man you know what thank you for for -hmm. taking care of that task that i asked you to take care of earlier like it's it doesn't go unnoticed and i think the biggest thing is as a leader you shouldn't be taking those types of things for granted because employees come to work every day and they want to be able to be a part of the leader's life and 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 be empowered to do certain things at work right and so if they complete a task that you asked of them they probably feel really good about that and they want to show you like hey you know what um remember this thing you asked me to do i completed that and if you if you kind of just like glaze over it where it was almost like expected to get done for you that's how you ruin people's image of their boss and and of their workplace and so being able to say thank you is super important and it's super simple and if if you know, if you don't know how to say thank you, I mean, you know, start off by doing little things. It's it's such a simple compliment for, for somebody, you know. Yeah, I mean, I think that that's 100%. And I think for me, that was my love language is words of affirmation. So for me, saying thank you was always like uh, just a, it w- I would just do it. If I'd come in and be like, hey, did you get X, Y, and Z done? Yeah, awesome. Thank you so much. Like, yeah. you're awesome. Like, that was just something that... And there's even research and studies behind, you know, how do associates or employees like to receive feedback best. 
And I think the options were like a gift card, money, or right. like, you know, different like benefits. And the number one one was just praise. Yeah. Just like a lot of the time it's not monetary. Yeah. They just want to be told like, hey, you're doing a good job. Thank you. Or just that praise that people crave from other people, you know, specifically their supervisor, or their boss, because they want to feel appreciated. They don't want to feel like they're just a number, another number in this company that's, you know, that's number 500 and whatever doing whatever no this is john who completed this and he's doing awesome and thank you for your like loyalty to the company that goes such a long way yeah absolutely and i think john gordon says that you know um in one of the videos or talks that he had he says you know companies spend hundreds of thousand dollars on recognition programs and all this stuff and how to give certain referral prizes this this and that when a lot of the times you know employees are just looking for simple thank yous and and appreciation and and verbal recognition um it's not necessarily monetary all the time and they just want to be a part of something where they're valued as a company they're valued by their by their boss and and direct supervisor as well Mm -hmm. um cool guys moving on a couple more here we're going on to number five of the seven statements every leader should be saying this one the credit goes to my team you know, and this one is super, super important. And I think it goes back to um, it. Honestly, this is a really it's a really toxic trait on the other end of it. If you have a leader who is whenever there's some type of credit, that's that's whether for the team or what. And they're the first one that wants to take that credit. That's a very that's a very negative trait for a leader. Mm-hmm. Instead, they've got to be saying, you know, all the credit goes to my team because the leader isn't anything without their team. Exactly. Know? And I like that you said that, that I always used to say that quote, the last team that I worked with was a very high performing team. And my, you know, my owners, my bosses were always like, you know, Ashley, you're amazing. Thank you so much. And I'm like, because they I, see I, the numbers. Yeah, and I'm like, yep. I mean, I couldn't do it without the girls. You know what I mean? Like I'm if I don't have them, then I'm not even needed, right? Like you can't lead nobody, you need a team to lead. And so I was always just very big on like, they're the ones doing the work, I'm just guiding them. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I think that's like a huge thing. And I think on the flip side, I've seen toxic cultures that are high performing because you know sometimes the the cards just fall that way to where it is and praise being given to leaders and leaders being like, yeah, it's because I did this, this and this. And I'm like, but it's, It just happened to be like that. You should never, if there's a leader, if you're a leader and you're currently saying my team is my team because of me, they're where they're at because I did this and I did that, then you shouldn't, you're in that leadership position for the The wrong wrong reasons because you're only in that position for yourself. And I think whenever you go into a leadership position, you might not know this right away because this is something that I learned throughout my journey is that at the end of the day, like my biggest successes as a leader were developing people, Absolutely, seeing those people grow personally or into different, you know, career paths or different roles. It wasn't the bonuses that I made or, you know, whatever I did for myself. It was what did I leave behind when I stepped away Absolutely. from that leadership industry? Yeah, no, that's a great point. And I think that you'll see the strongest leaders. They don't care about the being in the spotlight they don't care about them being recognized for anything because they're on in, in the back end being quiet mentoring their team being a good influence for their team being a good guide and coach and leader for their team you know and then when when the numbers the bottom line starts really speaking volumes about this team here like you were saying it's like man you guys are doing amazing over here what's going on the leaders are like man you know my i have an awesome team you know like we've been doing x y and z and it's always we it's always we've been doing this this and that 
um, we've been taking care of whatever, right? But you'll notice those those leaders who carry those poor traits, they're the ones that are always wanting to be in the light, always wanting to be highlighted, and always wanting um, the, the, the verbal recognition. And, and they usually keep it, right? They don't pass it down or anything. But on the flip side of it, whenever there's negative things going on in the team, um, whether it's like, hey, you guys missed your KPI, you didn't reach this goal, what happened? Oh, well, it's because so-and-so, like this, this, and yeah. that. They're the first ones also to be passing all the negative the negative blame towards their team. It's like, you know what? I look at one person on their t- this team, and that's the mentor, that's the leader, that's mm-hmm. the guide, and that's you. Um, so essentially, how your team is reflecting, there's no bad leaders, only bad teams, mm-hmm. is a direct reflection of how you not only onboarded them, how you developed and you're coaching them right now. Mm-hmm. And so if you're not currently passing the credit onto your team instead you're you're wanting to take that light and say it's to me it's this, this and that and i would highly highly recommend you reevaluate what your position is with the company and on the team and and why you're in a leadership position in the first place because it sounds like you're you might be more interested in just having that title and that that sense of of status within the team rather than saying you know what i'm here for them and i want to make sure that that they're fulfilling their dreams and, and being able to move up and, and grow. Yeah. Yeah. That was very well said. And I mean, I think if also, if you're very quick to take the credit when they're thriving, be just as quick to take the blame when they're failing. Absolutely. And that, that's how it should be, mm-hmm. you know? Um, cool guys. Couple more here. Moving on the sixth statement, every leader should be saying, and this was one thing that, I was really glad I learned because it changed a lot of perspective, but being able to ask, are you open to a suggestion rather than demanding orders to, to staff? And so I'll give you a great example. And actually, I think I, I learned this in um, the book, Oh, Got You Here, Won't Get You There. Yeah, because I remember you are using that little phrase. You're like, do you have a couple minutes? Yeah, or, <laughs> or it might have been how to win friends and influence people. It's, I forget, it's one of those, I need, it was a long time ago, but yeah. when you start changing, I think it might have been the how to win friends and influence, no, no, um, the first one. When you start changing your, just the verbiage you're using, because as a leader, you know that your team's looking up to you, right? And you know that anything you say, they're going to take it as, shit, my boss said it, like I need to get it done, right? So if you say, hey guys, go ahead and, um, you know, can you run these reports and whatever, whatever, like this, this, and that, that's that's an order, that's a demand. Even though you didn't say, hey guys, I'm ordering you to whatever, they see it as something, hey, this is something you asked them. It's a task you just assigned to them. But when you change the verbiage to um, a suggestion or a recommendation, you you still keep the the balance on there. So like if someone brings you an idea and said, hey, I had this really great idea, you think we'd be able to whatever, whatever. As a leader, if I were to say, no, I think it's better if we did X, Y, and Z, you immediately took their idea and just Dismissed, dis- dismissed it, it. and, and that's now how you crush somebody's exactly like, work ethic and, and instead you gave them something i think we should do it this way that's basically what they're what they're saying but if they came to you and said hey i have this great idea for the team what do you think about this this and that you think about it right and say hey you know are, are you open to a suggestion or or a recommendation you still allow them to hold on to that idea, but you're just adding that that perspective and insight to it. But it's still theirs to kind of run off with and, and whatnot. And so as you make 
things more of a suggestion and a recommendation, it, it takes away from it being just an order from their boss, right? And so this was something that you have to really get accustomed to and play around because immediately our our first instinct sometimes could be just to say, you know, switch it over and just say, hey, mm-hmm. I think we should do it this way kind of thing. But or just to shut down people. I think, you know, you want people thinking outside the box. You want people coming to you with ideas. You never want to just shut down people. But eventually, if you do continue to shut them down, they'll stop. They'll stop to yeah. come to you with ideas. And who knows, maybe that last idea they would have brought you would have been a freaking million dollar idea. So I think asking if they're open for suggestions and then even if you see somebody doing something that maybe you need to correct or you want to offer some perspective on is not just saying hey next time don't do that do it like this instead absolutely no that's not that's not effective communication always just being like hey do you mind like do you want some tips on how you could maybe have closed that sale or how maybe you could have handled that different and then nine out of ten they're always like yeah you know for sure like they want to learn from you and then you just kind of tell them, I like that you did this, but why don't you next time try to do it a little like that? And then they're like, okay, cool. And I'm like, all right, well, try it next time and then let me know how it goes. Yeah. And that way there's that follow through from them because if they tried it and it works, then they're excited, right? They want to share that with you. So you're giving tips and you're providing feedback, but you're also building the relationships in that time because you're showing that you're investing time and and care into their performance. Yeah, absolutely. And if you notice like this, this is a question, right? Are you open to a suggestion? Because as a coach and a leader, what you, what you begin to understand as you're growing as a leader, as you mature as a leader is that the goal isn't to just give answers to mm-hmm. people. The goal is to help them grow as individuals. And you do that by asking questions and, and things like this. Are you open to a suggestion is, is basically opening up the floor for dialogue, for conversation. And, and they're still in it. They're still, they're open-minded to say, Hey, yeah, I'd love to hear a suggestion or some feedback. And this is another, and we didn't add it in there, but you know, and we've said it before, like, are you open to some feedback? Right. That's a way to disarm somebody who who already may have that wall up and they know like nobody wants constructive no. feedback, constructive criticism. So being able to open it up with a question, um, unless they specifically say, no, I don't want feedback. Okay. Well, any particular reason for like, that? Yeah, that might be like a different conversation, <laughs> but I've never had that happen where the, no, where someone yeah. says, no, I don't want feedback. I think it's how you say it, too. I think like I'm a firm, firm, big believer. And, you know, it's really how you say things and the tone that you carry. In. And I've had to have a lot of really difficult conversations with people. But because of the tone that it carries throughout it, mm-hmm. you wouldn't even think like sometimes they end up apologizing or saying thank you at the end of the conversation because the tone carried through in a positive way because the intention as a leader should always be positive outcome anyway but yeah i think definitely asking more questions so that you can understand is also going to help you coach more effectively in the future yeah most definitely cool guys and then we are on to our final statement that every leader should be saying and this one is simple i appreciate you like uh, telling someone that you appreciate them and then and then taking it one step further if they completed a a specific task being specific on what you appreciate about them right Mm -hmm. like hey i really appreciate that you helped you know tackle those two forms earlier for me today you know they really took it off my plate and i i had a lot going on i appreciate your your help there Mm -hmm. and so being very specific with praise and recognition is one thing that again i'm open about it 
I struggled with praise and recognition. <laughs> but one thing I learned as as I kind of grew is the fact that being specific is really important. Otherwise, people were just kind of glazing and, and throwing this out like, oh, thank you. Yeah, that was great. Appreciate Hey, you're doing good. Like, you know, mm-hmm. being specific to it rather than just like, hey, you're doing a good job. Cool. Like, yeah. you know, what, what is and that again, specifically? Too, that sounds like not even exciting. Like, say it in a nice way. Like, hey, like, I appreciate you. You've been super helpful. Like, you're crushing it. Like, you're awesome. Something just like, like, hype them up to hype mm-hmm. your team up. Like, you never want to bring your team down. Like, if you hype them up and you're appreciating them and making them feel good about themselves, people perform that much better when they feel good about themselves and they when they feel appreciated and valued by the company they work for. Yeah, most definitely. But being that's able, I tell you all the time, I appreciate you. Yeah, it's tough sometimes, right? <laughs> like, I mean, it's you know, I think each one of these things is is really it takes practice and i think at the point you'll know when because if someone's looking at these and they're like man these are seven statements that maybe i don't say enough of you know you know take it one by one you know Mm -hmm. start small because what you're going to end up seeing as you evolve as a leader is that all this stuff comes second nature you're not even thinking about it anymore and and you're saying thank you a lot you're giving praise and compliments right you're already taking ownership like I think for you and me, like taking ownership, there's no other way. It's just, it's just the way we operate, and mm-hmm. and you learn that along the way. And then being humble, like I'm not too prideful to, to ask for help, and you aren't either. And I think that's the biggest thing. The credit we we're not neither of us are the type to say, oh yeah, that's on me. I did that. You know, like, I like, I'm the don't one that- even like having the credit given. Like I physically will get uncomfortable, uncomfortable when people are like giving you oh, kudos i'm like thank you like it's it's i just don't like to i like to do the work but i don't necessarily need or crave the praise for it yeah no absolutely and so as as we kind of develop as leaders you know take it take it one by one look at each of these statements and and then just kind of say you know what cool i'm gonna start like little by little the biggest thing is just being a better impact a better influence for your team um and these seven statements that every leader should be saying are super important so as we wrap up let's go ahead and recap these seven statements that every leader should be saying that every leader should have in their in their vocabulary number one that's on me Uh, another way to say that's my fault that's my bad being able to take ownership and accountability number two being able to say i'm sorry i think the biggest thing is people need to check their egos and, and they can't be too prideful enough to know when they need to admit that and 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 say i'm sorry whether it was the way that they came off um the approach that they had in a situation or maybe they said something very hurtful to somebody um if you don't say i'm sorry and you just keep on trucking along like that's that those last um for individuals for sure um number three i do not know that answer or can you help me right being humble enough to ask for help not playing off like you know all the answers number four simple thank you one of the most simple and impactful statements to show appreciation is thank you so being able to stop and say thank you whenever it's due Mm -hmm. um number five the credit goes to my team being someone who passes the credit to their team and highlights their value on the team right um that that shows a great leader that shows someone who takes ownership Um, number six are you open to a suggestion or a recommendation right asking that question rather than just barking out an order barking out a demand or shooting somebody's idea down to replace it with yours to say hey i think it'd be better if it went this way 
Um, remember, it's it's some of the times it's not what you say, but it's how you say it that, that people remember how you made them feel. Um, and number seven, I appreciate you, right? And being taking it one step further, being very specific, right? I appreciate that you helped me out with with that shift yesterday. Anytime. You know, you you really bailed me out, and I appreciate that very much. But guys, that is it. That is our uh, wrap for episode thirty-four. Seven statements every leader should be saying if you want to take your leadership influence to the next level but be sure to like share and follow the strong society and the strong society podcast on instagram and facebook tune in via spotify and apple podcasts and feel free to reach out to us with any questions feedback or personal situations you may have our personal handles are ashley and zam and you can find me at anthony lucas Flores. so be sure to follow our pages as well to catch free workouts and educational content weekly If you haven't done so already, be sure to also subscribe to our weekly email newsletter as we throw out a bunch of freebies, downloadables, and information to help you in your health, wellness, and career journeys as well. But have a great Monday, guys. We'll talk to you later. Later.